Welcome to this week's edition of Mountain Outhouse News. I'm your host, Jam Jam. This is the crazy to happen in running this week. This week's stories include the Mount Rainier Infinity Loop, Hilly Goat returns to the Tromso Sky Race, and racism at the San Diego 100? The U.S. Olympic Marathon trials to be held next February in Atlanta had some exciting news. Due to the event recently being granted gold label status by the IAAF, the top three men and women across the finish line will be those heading to Tokyo in 2020 on the Olympic team. For a while there, it sounded like only those who had obtained the Olympic standard time would be allowed to actually make the Olympic team, and the U.S. at the time only had two Americans under that mark. Hilly Goat Hillary Allen has returned to Norway this week to compete in the Tromso Sky Race, the event a few years ago where she had her fall off one of the race's exposed ridgelines. She posted to Instagram photos and videos of her running up to the spot of her fall in preparation for this weekend's race. She also already competed in the vertical kilometer. Great to see her back in action. This is an odd story and definitely a touchy subject, but one I would be remiss not to touch on this week as it was just brought to my attention, although it has been stewing for a couple months. This has to do with racist accusations at the San Diego 100 by an apparent spectator slash crew. There was an article posted by Miriam Gerba to the Terra Incognita website accusing volunteers at the San Diego 100 of racism. She states in her article that white people volunteering at the San Diego 100 chased her and her friend Jeff Cordner away from the aid stations and out of the mountains. She states she went to spectate and cheer towards her friends at the race and even admits that her and Jeff went to multiple non-crew accessible aid stations and were asked to leave. She didn't cite any inherent racist things said to her or Jeff, but took the volunteers' adherence to the race rules and likely event permits as some sort of personal attack on her because of her race. I'd be really curious to know where Miriam is coming from with all of this, and why she felt compelled to link being asked to follow the race rules with some sort of race-fueled attack. In a rebuttal to Miriam's article, the volunteer aid captain of the Penny Pines 1 aid station, Sinan Ross, wrote in her own, her own article on Medium to tell her perspective on the situation. Sinan herself is an immigrant to this country and states she would not tolerate any racism at her aid station. She mostly interacted with Jeff, who was with Miriam, and let them know this was not a crew accessible aid station and instead directed them to where they could go see their runners. Jeff and Miriam stated and insisted they were just tourists and not crews. It's an interesting one. And Miriam clearly states in her own article that they were out and about to see their friend. They ignored the rules, went out on course in the area anyways, even sitting in aid station chairs and chatting with their friend and taking pictures when she came through. At the end of the day, there at minimum seems to be some sort of misunderstanding between the affected parties and at most an attempt to smear the good name of the San Diego 100. I urge you to check out both of these articles and decide for yourself. Now on to some race results from the weekend. Ohio's Burning River 100 took place this weekend, its 13th edition with Emily Collins winning in 20 hours 1 minute, while Joey Miller won in 17 hours 25 minutes. Next, on over to Washington for the White River 50, 50 mile. It was a pretty commanding win for Mario Mendoza who took the win in 7 hours 2 minutes, a far cry from some of the all-time greats on this course, but still a 23 minute win margin. For the ladies, Christine Moosley was your first place runner in 8 hours 35 minutes, just 8 minutes ahead of second place Yitka Win. 
The Tushers mountain runs were back again this year, and we saw some record times despite a good amount of snow on the, up high on the course. Jason Schlarb used this as a stepping stone towards UTMB, taking the 100K win in a new course record of 12 hours 47 minutes. David Mitchell was second in 1342. For the women, Bethany Lewis of Park City was the winner in 1532, just 10 minutes off the women's best time out here. Paige Elliott of Durango was second in 1622. In the 70K distance, we also saw not only a good battle up front, but a new men's course record with Catlo Shippick pulling ahead of Patty O'Leary to win in 9.03. Amanda Basham had a dominating performance, not only winning in 9.56, which was an over two hour course record, but also beating the second place lady by over two hours as well. She placed sixth overall. Hayden Hawks also prepping for UTMB won the accompanying marathon in 4.27, with Tessa Chesser taking the women's marathon in 5.39. The similarly tough Never Summer 100K outside Gould, Colorado was won by Hans Gehring in 11.47, with Sabrina Stanley taking the ladies' win in 13.46. I'd yet to hear about the Rainier Infinity Loop until this week when we saw dynamic duo Caitlin Gerben and Alex Borsuk take to the adventure. The route includes a double summit of Mount Rainier as well as completing the entire Wonderland Trail in two separate halves. The summit of Rainier cuts across the center of the Wonderland Trail Loop, so the route includes completing the up and over summit, running clockwise on the Wonderland Trail, then up and over again, and completing the other half in the counterclockwise direction for the full infinity loop. Could also just keep going. The route was dreamed up by Chad Kellogg, but unfortunately he wasn't able to complete it before his passing. Torch was carried on, and the current best men's time is by Jason Anton and Aries Sanders at 2 days 11 hours 21 minutes. I didn't catch Alex and Caitlin's finish time, but I believe they did set a woman's FKT. Other FKTs in the news, Ryan Atkins has a new FKT on the Adirondack 46 highest peaks in 3 days 5 hours, which is a 140 mile route with 58,000 feet of climb. There is also a new unsupported record on the long trail by fresh Arizona trail record holder Jeff Garmeyer. He finished in 5 days, 23 hours, 48 minutes. And finally, we have a winner at the Sri Chinmoy 3100 mile in 2019, Asprihanal Alto won for the ninth year having 15 total finishes. Wow, what a body of work. And with that, thanks for tuning in to episode 156 of Outhouse News. The show would not be possible without the support of our Patreon contributors who help with the production of this show each and every week. Join the Patreon crew at the link below for as little as $2 per month. Huge shout out to our $50 level supporters, Squirrels Nut Butter, Brian Sands, Base Medical Ultramarathon Medical Care Online Course, Michael Durkin, Sean Trujillo, and the Twisted Fork Ultra out of Park City. As well as our $25 level supporters, Bluebird Running Company, Josh Goldstein, Carrie Savage, Renee Feint, Casey Carter, and Jeff Holbrook. Appreciate y'all. Thanks for checking out the show, and we'll see you next time. If you have crazy stories to share or a question or feedback for the show, please leave a comment below. And finally, if you'd like to own this custom pair of Jam Jam's footprint sunglasses, complete with a signed certificate of authenticity, check out the link in the description. Happy week.